What's good, my people? This is Visual, your host of IC Web 3. And today, my guest is the tech rabbi. How you doing today, man? Doing well. Really excited to have a conversation with you tonight. Yes, yes, definitely, man. Very excited. Um, discovered you through some Twitter spaces a few weeks ago. You have your show that you do every week. And I popped in, was listening to some of the conversations and just gravitated to it right away as an educator, as somebody new to the space. Um, I was just like, man, I've, I've got to interview this guy. This guy's awesome. He's got some knowledge. And I just think everything that you're doing and how you're presenting yourself in this space is awesome, man. High respect for it. So I'm looking forward to this conversation, man. Well, thank you. And I just, I, I love, I love sharing and love helping people just be better. And this Web3 space really seems like a, an amazing uh, evolution of technology to, to support people doing great things. Yes, yes, awesome. So let's start right off the top. This is I see Web3, and I want to know how you see Web3. Ah, that's a, I, lo I love that flow. Uh, it's, a, it's a hard question because I feel like every, every, every hour, every day, there's like a new, something new, some new evolution, something I'm learning. But I really feel like I see Web3 as the internet that we we should have had but it just wasn't possible we weren't ready yet in the earlier renditions early renderings of the, of the internet i see there's a community focus now and a focus on uplifting individuals empowering them uh, giving them financial prosperity because the the internet is a it must be like a quadrillion dollar market cap it's a some astronomical number and that's basically been locked up to founders that build value, but we don't appreciate the users providing value. Mm -hmm. And I, I just see Web3 as like the opposite of that, that like founders should be rewarded for their launching and their efforts, but users that contribute and are early adopters and, and, and early supporters and, and really early risk takers because time is so valuable. It needs to be rewarded, and I'm, I'm seeing that in a crazy, crazy way. Uh, you know, I have a background in art. I went to art school. I was a designer, a creative director before I got into education, and I just feel like this space is going to allow for artists and, and art students and art programs to take the forefront in education, especially similar to the, the STEAM movement over the past 10 years, where that's really been at the forefront of empowering an opportunity for young people but the arts is uh, is about to get its moment to shine i love the way you um you know i've heard web3 defined in so many ways and obviously it's our own perspective of course with its kind of core foundation of what it is and i love how you you mentioned um the user having some power and i think that's that's one of the things that stands out the most to me especially as an educator and an artist um I think it's it's just so exciting and it's amazing that I'm able to give back to somebody that's willing to support me, put their time, their effort, their money, and they're able to get some sort of whatever, whether it's utility, it's, it's you know, some sort of compensation in any way, whatever we, we built into that, you know, whether it's an NFT project or or whatever it may be. Um, I think just Web3 gives that that power to the user. And that's that's awesome. That's very exciting, man. Love that. Love that. Uh, how are you involved in Web3? List the ways that you're involved in Web3 currently. So 
I also think what, what's so cool about O3 is there's so many ways to be involved. Uh, yes. It's really exciting. You know, there's there's in, obviously in, investing was was my first uh, introduction into the space. I mean, I did a lot of learning uh, from May of last year until June. I I was just kind of on a quest for knowledge, uh, but I didn't really feel a part of of the movement by any means. Uh, when I when I made my OpenSea account in June. I felt like that was when I was ready to really take this this whole movement seriously and realize that it was so much more than a movement. This is a this is a renaissance of of the internet uh, and of, of humanity. It's really the second renaissance, and it, it will be the uh, renaissance that we will look back historically. So you can be an investor. You can be uh, someone that supports uh, different artists, different projects, things that that the ethos, the mission, the vision you believe in. And it's not too far from the Kickstarters and the Indiegogos of uh, you know just just a few years ago we were giving money to people with the hope that they would produce something, yeah. uh, and and we run the risk of just being great supporters or actually getting. And I, I've gotten some cool things over the years. So yeah. I was really into that idea that you know investing it's like a stock, you know, like oh I, I get I get to like vote on you know Tesla. You know, direct. Like, no, I don't. Like, what, what are you talking about? That's that's silly. So, the the investor experience is a little bit more. You're part of a community. So, I feel like now there's this community element that people get to be a part of communities that are aligned with things that they care about. But I think Web three is different in the sense of there isn't so such a polarization that I feel has kind of really ruined a lot of relationships in America. I feel like crypto and, and NFTs are uniting people. They can have very different approaches uh, and lifestyles and, and ways of, of seeing the world, but through mutual respect and understanding, uh, they can all benefit from something that's bigger than than both of them. So I think the community aspect is is really important. So as I started to drink that punch and buy NFTs and be part of the communities, I realized that you know my design and art background, uh, my community building background. And just like I, I have, I have a good like strategy lens of of looking at projects and seeing how things can grow and and and, and prosper. So then I have taken on some advisory roles, uh, but I really have to believe in the project. So fortunately, unfortunately, I get like shill DMs, you know, multiple <laughs> times a day. Hey, like, you know, would you promote our project for for money for ETH? And I'm like, I I, I would never. Sorry, um, it's just not my style. But I'm I'm an advisor for. Uh, the Flues platform and their their NFT and uh, and, and marketplace and uh, it's like so much more. But you know they're, they're a big yeah. they're a big project and they've built um, some pretty powerful products to empower creators uh, using NFTs to um, create um, gated content for mm. their communities in really cool ways. Um, and you know, maybe we can get into that a little bit later. But so I, advisor, so I, I'm an advisor on projects and then. I am also a co-founder of the K20 DAO, which is yeah. the first uh, DAO uh, for educators by educators that are really looking to be a catalyst for uh, change and innovation uh, in education at scale, and uh, really make sure that we are finally creating a community that can impact education, that can design. Teaching and learning that is meaningful; those experiences, the training, the upskilling, and that all members can benefit, instead of it being, you know, a traditional education organization where you know people are making really nice salaries and lots of money is being spent. But where is the value being brought 
to the members of yeah. the community, especially those, once again, the members make, the users make the, the community. Yeah. So I'm co-founder of that. And then I'm also co-founder and the creative uh, director for, uh, NF, uh, for ETH Educators NFT yeah. project. So that is something we're really excited about. And the, um, the ETH Educator project is going to uh, partially fund uh, the DAO and the, the, the missions of the DAO, as well as K20 Educators, which is uh, building an Eduverse. And that's going to give uh, educators uh, and any, anyone who loves the teaching process, so it doesn't have to be a traditional educator, uh, the ability to create that uh, Eduverse experience for their community of learners to support them in just a really beautifully uh, immersive and interactive and empowering way. So that's uh, another pre pretty big project uh, that, I, that I'm involved in. And then I just love being a lifelong learner again. So that's another role I have. Uh, I learn every day. If I don't learn something new about the space, I'm concerned that I slept through the day and like I'm dreaming my, my reality. That, that's really like how important uh, learning is for me right now. And honestly, I, I will say it's been a while uh, since I had that level of uh, humility. Uh, not that like, I mean, you know, we, all, we all have a little ego, but I, I feel like I had established myself in uh, the edu the ed tech space specifically in a way where there were there were a lot less people to teach me. Uh, I was doing more of the teaching, and now I feel like great because I knew I didn't know everything, but I was just looking for like the space to be humbled, and I, I'm humbled regularly yeah. in this space, and it's awesome. That's awesome, I love it, I love it, I love it, man. That is so great. I think um, as a teacher educator, whether traditional or not, I, I feel that learning is part of that teaching process. You know, when you're able to learn. That's that's literally part of the process. It's kind of almost the biggest part because you got to be a good listener. Um, you got to be good at understanding. You got to be good at, at at maneuvering and shifting and adapting. So um, I love that. I love that. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. Um, when was that moment when you kind of just had that light bulb or you told yourself, I'm, I'm going all in Web3? It's actually a pretty, uh, it's a pretty cool story. Uh, I get joy from sharing it. So one of the things like at the end of the day we, we all have these really exciting things that we we see web3 providing and, and new opportunities for for so many people there's money to be made right like that that's just like yes we, it might not necessarily be at the forefront or the number one always but we won't like anyone who says it's not about the money well you're missing out because um, you can do good work <laughs> honest work and and really yes. good work and, and also make a lot of money in this space uh, both short term and long term. So I was sitting in my car. I had just moved from uh, Los Angeles, where I lived in Southern California my whole life. I lived mm. in LA for uh, for twelve years, and I moved my entire family, wife and four children, to Miami uh, to not just to, to work in a school, but also the the tech community there was just so energized that I wanted to be a part of it. And I was in my car, you know, I just moved, there's like a lot of intensity, we, we moved in 60 days. So it was not a, it was not a, a chill anything. Mm -hmm. Sitting in my car, and I, I already at that point, like knew that NFTs uh, was something real, I just didn't really know where to start. Yeah. And it was coming up on my birthday, and I said, okay, and I don't do this very often, uh, I said, look God, uh, I told him, you know, which he already knew, I said, I don't do this very often but I need a sign. 
I need a full on sign because there are people making a lot of money in this space, uh, doing good work, and I want to be part of this. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just need to know that this is this is where my journey should take me. And I put out a tweet after someone told me a, a cool project to to invest in that was not you know fi- a five ETH you know buy in you know something that was like a reasonable uh, you know a reasonable yeah. investment. And I tweeted out to them. I said, "It's my birthday, and I'm like so excited to to be a part of you know part of the NFT space." They DM'd me and they said, "We're sending you two for free." I was like, "Thank you." Okay, there, there, you know, there's my sign. Um, but you know, that was like a cool, like a cool personal moment for me. Yeah, you know, kind of a, a blend of the the spiritual and the physical. But I, what I think was what, like what really cemented me and not just like, oh, I'm going to like buy some NFTs to make money. But like I want to be part of this ecosystem as a builder, as a supporter was seeing the level of uniqueness and diversity in this space. Like I've never seen it, not in ed tech conference, edu- you know, education communities on Twitter. I've never seen so many people working together that we're doing good work and it was like it was like wow like this this is the future and that like that for me and that was just really it took months of spending a lot of time in discords and twitter spaces and having conversations with people and realizing like this this place is is like so can can be so good there there's you know this this it's been a rough couple of weeks with uh some bad decisions and i wouldn't call them bad actors uh except for the scam ones but like Yeah. People really not thinking about um, how impactful words and and decisions can be, uh, but all in all, I, I just feel so hopeful uh, in this space and so like so full of joy uh, when I'm yeah. when I'm collaborating and, and working and, and supporting in this space. But th- definitely getting that that like birthday moment was like, whoa, that's that's crazy. <laughs> That's that's a big sign right there. That's a big sign. I love that, man. That's awesome. I think that's a good way for, uh, you know, for, for that to be your foundation into the space and to say, hey, this is it. That was a good sign. I love it. I love it. That's great. Um, let me ask you, from your experiences so far, what is your biggest challenge that you faced? I think the biggest challenge uh, right right now, I think it's a short term challenge, but it's just like managing uh the fomo mm. and like being slow and patient uh, there's so many projects there's so many cool ways to be a part of this but sometimes it like can get ahead of you uh and you can really just kind of get like ma- like maxed out and it's like too too much on your mind because it moves at such a fast pace you know one week in this space so much can happen and so i've really had to kind of dial back on on some of that you know infatuation Uh, and really just kind of keep my head down in what I'm building. So I think that I can overwhelm people uh, in, in a great deal. The other challenge that I think it was a challenge in the beginning, I quickly overcame it, but it's sometimes more difficult for others is the entry point. You just have to go with an open mind that you don't know anything and you're gonna just soak up like a sponge and don't make, don't spend a single you know dollar or a single ETH until you feel like you're excited and and you're ready but that that when i when i speak to people that i'm trying to onboard they're like i don't know where to start i don't know it's overwhelming and and it is so it, there, there's just it's that speed the light speed of the space um it's challenging for those that have been in it and those that are just getting into it 
Yeah, yeah definitely. I agree with that 100%. Let's get into your projects. Uh, you mentioned a little bit about um, consulting and you mentioned about the DAO and you mentioned about an NFT project. Can you give me some more detail about each of those? Yeah. So the consulting for me, you know, it's, I, I love helping people and I'm, I'm, I'm very focused on mission alignment. Uh, I did that with web two stuff. If I don't, if I don't use the product, if I'm not like all about the product, if, if I can't show you, you know, dozens of examples of me using the product in like a web two environment, it just doesn't work. And I've had, you know, companies reach out to me and, you know, I get paid and I put out like a blog post or, you know, a series of tweets. And it's, it's weird. Even if it like gets engagement, it's just, it's, it's not, it's not me. And so, like I said, I get, I get hit up, you know, at least 20, 30 times a week of literally like paid promotion kind of stuff or like, Hey, we want, like, we want to get your feedback. And like, if I'm excited, if I'm curious about it, if it's trying to solve a problem, especially NFT projects right now that are looking at uh, in real life uh, type of um, of impact, like I just saw one that was like using uh, it was using a DAO uh, to address um, uh, rent rental challenges, uh, but like in a Web three style, you know, kind of like you know Airbnb did for for Web two. So I was like intrigued by that. Um, but if you just have like a project with like, even if it has cool art, it's just like kind of random. Uh, so consultant wise, I'm very cautious. Uh, I don't, and I think I'm more cautious than ever because in web two, I would just like waste your time uh, if the product doesn't fit with you. But here, if I'm saying like, yeah, this project is really great. I bought them. And if I can lose that money and be okay, but others can't, or, or, you know, it just, it would break my heart, mm-hmm. um, to be, you know, to be associated with, with people losing. Uh, so I'm very, very cautious on, on consulting. Um, I do some like behind the scenes consulting on product projects. I'm a little more comfortable with because I'm just doing advisory, uh, for them, but I'm not like public facing or showing it for them. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the consulting. Um, I'm hoping that that won't be like a huge element of what I'm doing because I, I really want to work on, you know, projects that I, that I deeply care about. So the DAO, uh, the DAO is launching in April and it is designed, uh, to basically leverage, uh, community skill and resources to at scale develop impactful and innovative teaching and learning experiences. And there's a focus on web three. But there's also just a focus on general innovation. How are we creating uh, authentic and and scalable project-based learning experiences? How are we developing experiences that are being used by DAO members and of course beyond, and then being able to actually be evaluated so that we can actually get data to validate these? Because that's usually the biggest gap in quote unquote innovation in education is that it's meaningful, it's experiential, but where's the data to show that a student that went through a traditional pathway of lecture, lecture, quiz, lecture, lecture, quiz, test, paper, academic you know, output, if you did it in a more innovative way that was project driven, that they would be able to be successful with the same knowledge assessment at the end. Uh, and it, not, it doesn't necessarily have to be the same exact format of like multiple choice, you know, classic tests, but like, how would you evaluate them? So that's a big hole in innovation that we hope to fill. Uh, But we want to be able to uh, train school districts, 
uh, with our DAO members as the trainers. We want to upskill educators to be uh, members of the Web3 community to support onboarding and education initiatives. We want to be able to basically build out the largest education community that's impacting educators with educators in mind and not uh, other agendists in mind. And what is exciting about the DAO, because you know, one of the things that I'm very cautious about in this space is like, why would you make, does it have to be Web3? Right? Like, why are we making a DAO? We're making a DAO because we have seen over the years, I've been in education for 13 years, I've seen organizations that I believed in lose their way or education organizations make decisions that didn't make sense for uh, the members that are part of their community or alienating people that now don't feel uh, inclusive because of cost, because of access, because of geographical limitations. Yes. And it's not always their fault. It's not like it's malicious. It's just that's what happens when you have these top-down hierarchical organizations that uh, build and, and scale. Uh, the coolest thing about a DAO is that if it's really a DAO, uh, I should be able to be removed from the DAO if I no longer can fulfill uh, the mission of the DAO. And the mission can evolve because the DAO votes on it and it's recorded on the blockchain. So that even though I'm a co-founder and even though I can be able to uh, support it at a, at a more, hopefully a more full-time level, uh, a DAO is supposed to be community-driven and it's supposed to have a flat RT. Yeah. So that, you know, unfortunately, some of the DAOs that I've been a part of over the past, uh, you know, nine months or so uh, are not actually living up to that authentic <laughs> level. And it's a little bit disappointing. Uh, hopefully I don't get fired, though. But, you know, it's uh, <laughs> right. Like it, 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 it's a real it's a real. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Um, the the NFT project, yes. uh, you know, I'm, I'm an artist and I, I just the, the the thing that I love so much about this um, is that we can celebrate the creativity of educators and the uniqueness of educators. So it's a 6,000 generative NFT project. Uh, we cannot wait to release the art. It is so awesome. It's 3D, it is, nice. which also is like, the energy in it is, you, you can see the energy in the educators. And I think that right now more than ever, we need to create something that puts educators uh, in an empowering and creative light and really, find a way and i feel like nfts are the best way find a way for those that care deeply about education but are not educators or you know even even are, are you know even not even traditional educators non-traditional they just care about education that they can be investors in this impact in education and so the utility that we're working on uh, we really feel like are are real products that bring real value and will validate uh, the, 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 the value of the NFT itself. So being able to create uh, that content and training uh, and running, you know, running uh, the DAO as the DAO is a business, it's not a charity. So just like Pearson gets to make, you know, billions of dollars off of standardized testing, uh, we want to make money, innovating education in a real way, and also ensure that those members that are showing up and are participating participants either uh, by uh, implementing content, authoring content, training, that they should be able to uh, get that financial financial benefit. Uh, then the other utility for it is, uh, besides for supporting the growth of, and the prosperity of the DAO, which all NFT members get, get to be members of the DAO, 
uh, we're also um, going to be uh, partially funding the Eduverse uh, and launching, you know, that full-scale experience, which is going to be. I mean, I've I've seen it at different levels. It's absolutely incredible. It is immersive. It is personal. It is communal. Uh, it invokes uh, user choice and user voice, and allows nice. people to interact and and work together and learn together in ways that like. If this existed, or like if any metaverse, like not even just the Edgeverse, if any metaverse had existed during COVID, um, education would have been transformed uh, because it was it was forced at scale uh, mm-hmm. online learning. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, the, the pandemic uh, did not have that. But the uh, I don't like the word silver lining, but one of the um, tertiary benefits of uh, this unfortunate pandemic was it accelerated the metaverse and Web three development uh, mm-hmm. probably two to three times as fast as it would have developed without it. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see a metaverse really impacting education and, in a powerful way, and we want the NFT holders and the DAO members to uh, benefit from all of these opportunities that I have described and then some. Wow! 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 Michael, you've got some awesome stuff going on. Um, I'm very excited and seeing everything develop and definitely going to be getting involved in any way possible. So be be comfortable with me reaching out to you because I'm definitely going to be doing it beyond this interview, man. I'm, I'm excited. Absolutely. You got you got some cool stuff going on. Definitely want to be part of it. Um, we're going to take a quick break. Then we're going to be right back. My people, this is IC Web 3. I'm your host, Visual. We're going to come back with the tech rabbi in the gas round. Be right back. Hi, we're the Z Twins, and we want you to check out our family website, phraseme.com. Now that's P H R A Z E me.com. We make cool designs for your home and your clothing. Our mom, our dad, and even our sisters make special designs just for you. When you're purchasing your first item, we want you to enter the code CTWIN so that way you can get a 15% discount off of your first purchase. Don't forget that phraseme.com. Thank you. All right, my people, we're right back here with Michael Cohen, a.k.a. the Tech Rabbi, and we're going to get into the gas round. Michael, first question. As an artist, what is your biggest challenge? Uh, creative block of just getting something on the paper and messing up to keep going it's 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 super hard yes i'm gonna flip it on you as a collector what is your biggest challenge stopping (laughs) stopping collecting um oh yeah i want i want it all and I, i i love art i've always loved it and even so but right before i was uh, looking at nfts and really like saw that this was the future uh, i was looking at this company called masterworks uh, that basically like sets up a delaware c corp to um to set up share ownership of artwork and i was about to invest uh for three years in a banksy painting and oh, i'm sorry banksy a basquiat painting oh <laughs> Which Banksy would be cool. Uh, yeah. That would be ironic. Basquiat. <laughs> Basquiat uh, it's Banksy, been, it's yeah. been a long, it's been a long, uh, long day for me. Yes. So, so I'm, I'm a huge fan of that, that art scene and that art time period. Yeah. The idea of, of being able to say I owned a Basquiat was super rad, but that's a long time, three years. So anyway, I just like, I love collecting. I love, I have art all over my house. So. Yeah. 
I know it's a gas round, so I'm going to be quiet. You're good. You're good. You're good, man. Um, what is your strongest personal mindset? Ooh. I embrace failure mm. as a way of reflecting. So I'm a big believer in, uh, you know, first attempt in learning as the acronym for fail. But mm. uh, years ago, I coined uh, the full the full word failure is first attempt in learning unless reflection exists. So I definitely had a hard time with uh, criticism and reflection as, uh, as, a, as a young person. Yeah. And I've spent, I spent a lot of my, uh, you know, my years in my, my 20s and my early 30s really uh, trying to refine that process of accepting people's insights and perspectives mm. and reflecting to become better uh, and only looking at failure as an opportunity to grow. Wow. Okay. Yes. Yes. Love it. What is the greatest thing you're most looking forward to as Web3 develops? I mean, I, 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 want, I want to be able to create projects that bring people joy and opportunity. And I feel like that is what I love about the Web3 space right now, is that there can be projects that empower people, bring them joy, and that there's also opportunity for them, whether it's financial opportunity, whether it's networking opportunity, whether it's a- anything that can make people get value and, and be better. Nice. Do you have a daily routine or a habit that keeps you focused on your goals? <laughs> Keep running. Um, <laughs> I, I wake up. I wake up early, uh, so it doesn't matter uh, what time I uh, go to sleep. So uh, ideally, the earlier the better. Uh, but I wake up every single morning at 520. Uh, I get ready to uh, spend some time, you know, meditating on uh, different, uh, you know, Jewish mystical philosophy and concepts. Okay. Uh, then I pray and I really try to make sure that like that's how I start my day. Hmm. Then uh, I need I need a lot of coffee. So okay. for me, coffee is uh, is a major force of that. Uh, and then you know, I just try to break up my day into chunks of things that need to get done and you know that that's different for different people obviously for educators uh their chunks are a little bit more predefined but i try to make sure that uh, i dedicate different times of the day to different things whether it's for my own personal refinement for helping others for having conversations and while i'm not always successful at balancing that i feel like when i do have that day properly chunked out it um the time and time in the place like it's it's better for everyone so i yeah, practice yeah. what i preach <laughs> yes definitely this wasn't supposed to be in here but i'm very curious what's your favorite coffee so i've i've kind of gone back and forth there is a coffee brand that i love called coffee cult hmm. and it's spelled uh, coffee and cult with a k Okay. Um, so the challenge with it is coffee is full of pesticides. Yeah. And so if you don't get organic coffee, it uh, it's it's full of pesticides. So they yeah. are small batch, family owned, uh, you know, sustainably and ethically sourced, but not organic. And so I'm actually after years of drinking that coffee, I'm on the quest for a new brand that is both uh, delicious and organic. So if you yeah. have a recommendation, let me know. 
I, I was going to tell you the same thing. Please, if you stumble up across it, please let me know ASAP. Because yes, yes, that's awesome. Good, just good stuff. Good stuff. Give us an app, software, or resource that helps you through your Web three journey. Wow. I mean, the funny thing is, is like I spend so much time in my MetaMask wallet, uh, <laughs> in the browser, in the wallet. But like at the same time, I I'm not thrilled uh, at all. Uh, with with that uh, with yeah. that app, uh, I just feel like it could be so much better. But yeah, um, I'm definitely in that one a lot, um, and I'm also like in Discord. And like once again, it's kind of like mm-hmm. they're both in a way Web two, trying to be Web three. Like even though it's a crypto yeah. wallet, um, I'm hoping for new solutions for it. Yes. But I guess you know because I spend so much time in Web three, uh, you know, checking all my staking, checking all my NFTs, and yeah. then checking on community. Those are my two go-to apps right now. Awesome. awesome. Uh, Michael, we're wrapping up now. I just want to know if you have any final words for us, any advice for anybody listening, and please let us know where we could find you, any social media, websites that you want to let everybody know about. Yeah, absolutely. I think that the most important skill that anyone can have in life is being a lifelong learner. Mm-hmm. And I believe that as an educator, but I actually heard uh, it referenced by uh, the uh, co-founder of our dev team for our NFT project. Yeah, I, I interviewed him yesterday on mm-hmm. my on my weekly show, and he he said he's a lifelong learner. And I was like, that's so wild because that's like such an education jargon. But I feel like when you say it. Like you, you mean it. Not that educators don't, but like sure. we're, we're educators. We have to say things like that. Uh, so lifelong learning, I think, is super important. Um, I love connecting with people. So for your listeners, for your community, uh, you can find me on any social platform. Uh, literally, even if I don't use it, I have a The Tech Rabbi nice. handle on that. Uh, but my main way of connecting with people is on Twitter. Uh, my DMs are open. So The Tech Rabbi at Twitter also, uh, you know, follow K20 Dow on Twitter and ETH Educators on Twitter as well. But both of those are in my bio. So if you connect with me, then you can connect uh, with those projects by proximity. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, Michael, Tech Rabbi, thank you once again for your time. I appreciate it. Some awesome information, some great things you got going on that I'm very excited about. My people, make sure you guys stay in tune. And once again, I'm your host, Visual. This is IC Web 3. Peace, blessings, and hundreds of lessons.